I wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool And I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument is kinda hard I tried the harmonica but I really sucked I tried the guitar but my fingers couldn't do it I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument in the shop It didn't cost too much so I gave it a shot Now I play all the time and my friends do too And who knew ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular in recent years. This is the second of four episodes which are recorded on the Joko cruise in February. If you don't know what that is, listen to episode two where I attempt to describe it. But essentially, it was amazing and involved ukulele. In this episode, I have a chat to Kendra Ziswick. On the day I recorded this, it was cosplay day, so Kendra was in fact the glow cloud from Welcome to Night Vale. If you haven't heard Night Vale, it's my favourite fictional podcast. Listen to it. For non-Joko listeners, just a few explanatory notes. The Ukulele Malay is a thing which was run by ukulele player Molly Lewis in previous years on the cruise. As this was my first cruise, I haven't experienced it myself, but hopefully it will be back next year. Also, Kendra mentions Paul Saburin who is one and a half of the musical comedy duo Paul and Storm. I really enjoyed their performances on the cruise, and in fact, when I saw Paul play a melodica, I knew I would have to buy one. My melodica now makes the occasional appearance in ukulele performances. Kendra mentions in the show that she has a podcast, so I'll give it a plug. Charmed Chats is a podcast about the TV series Charmed, where Kendra and her friend Kat discuss each episode in turn. If you love Charmed, or even if you don't, and you want to check it out, subscribe in the usual places or go to charmedchats.com. Anyway, enough talk. Here's Kendra. Ukulele player. Introduce yes. yourself. My name is Kendra Ziswick, um, and I'm from Chicago. Excellent. This is my uh, third Joko cruise. Okay, so how long have you been playing ukulele? Round about three or four years, I think, since I graduated college. Yeah. Um, because I suddenly had income. Income is good. A little bit of time and a desire to not practice any instrument I had learned in college. Okay. So, yeah, ukulele is what happened. I basically walked into a fries and looked at the four options of soprano ukuleles that they had, which were camo. Pink camo, plain, <laughs> and British flag. So I Whoa. went British flag. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I made a style choice. Yes. Look, and if you, ukulele can be quirky. That's uh-huh. kind of the point, isn't it? But yep. what, why ukulele of all the instruments you could have chosen? I wanted to be able to fiddle around and not get annoyed with myself. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was the that's still kind of the main bar with me and guitar right now. Ooh, that rhymed. Um. Where I'll be trying and trying and trying, and I can't get any chords to work, and it's frustrating because I have these tiny-ass hands and yet fat fingers, so it's just every possible negative, and then I just go, meh, and I stop. Yeah. Look, I'm with you. And thing is, guitar, six fingers. Mm-hmm. Six fingers? Six strings? <laughs> I'm trying to say. Guitar has six strings. We have four fingers. Yeah. You like ukulele? 
Four strings, four fingers. It's how it's meant to be. Five if you really work the thumb. Yeah, I haven't managed if. that. I I can't do that either. No. I don't like to. No, that's just I, too hard. I went to college and I played bass. Like, I work with four strings. Yes. It's fine. Yes. And speaking of work, you have an interesting job. Oh, yes. I repair musical instruments. String instruments. Specifically, more specifically, mostly violins and violas. So did that influence you wanting to play a stringed instrument? Or did you just want to do that anyway? Oh, I'd already been playing a stringed instrument. Um... I kind of fell into the work by accident because I was working out in, like, the warehouse of this place that rents to schools, and so some people quit, and they're like, oh, Kendra knows how to play the bass. She probably knows how to not break them when touching them. Let's get her into the repair section. And so I've been working. I worked there for a few summers, and I graduated and got a full-time job with them. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if you ever break your ukulele, you, I presume you can fix exactly. it Exactly. I have fixed another person's ukulele once, Um just kind of made them new pegs because they were friction yep. pegs because it was a really old one. Probably really shitty, but it was fine. Mm. It had to glue a seam, too. So, um, yeah, so we talked about other instruments. Are there other instruments? So you, oh, yeah. I know you own a lot of instruments. G- oh, give, yes. give me the list. Go okay. On. So I have five recorders. Are they all the same? Or they... No. No? I have so. three soprano, which is the kind that kids get in school. Yeah. Um two of which are mine and my brother's from elementary school. The third is just a rando I found. Um, a sopranino, which is a tiny one that looks like a piccolo recorder. It's really cute. Uh, and not as annoying as an actual piccolo. Right. And an alto, which comes apart in pieces and um, is is very nice and, and low. And it's, technic- it's usually what the... Um, or I've seen it used for music teachers who are teaching a recorder because it's larger so you can see better where the finger hole, where, where your fingers go when you're doing that. So it's great for demo. Um, and the kids are never going to notice that, to, that it sounds completely different because they're like seven and they have no ear for it yet. Yep. Which is great. It's not so great that they have no ear for what they're playing, but you know, that's what you're working on. It's music class. You have to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, okay, so that's the five recorders. I have two ocarinas, one of which is a six hole and the other of which is a ten hole. Um, I have two ukuleles, a tenor and a soprano. I have a bass, upright bass. It's a five-eighths if anyone cares. Um, an acoustic guitar, an electric guitar, a flute. Uh, I think there's... Oh, yes, a violin. Of course. Yes. You have to have one of those. Well, yes. It was my brother's, and then he left for college and left it at home, and I took it to college, and it became mine, because that's what happens. Hmm. When you take something to college, it becomes yours. Of course. As with my dad's Star Trek DVDs. They are now not his. Yeah. They are mine. move. Deluxe box set, baby. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Do you still have something to play a DVD on? Yeah. I I don't I have a computer. I don't even know if mine have a And um, my roommate has a PS4 that works with DVDs, so... Actually, I do still have a PS3, but it's not... I think the transition out of being able to play DVDs is going to be a lot slower because of Blu-ray. Yep. Because most things that play Blu-ray will also play a DVD if pressed. Yep. Um, So it's going to be a lot slower transition out of that than out of VHS. But you can still find things that play VHS. That's true. Fairly easily, especially if you go to a Goodwill. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or whatever thrift store you have. Uh, I know what you mean. It's all the same principle. Mm -hmm. And try to be international. (laughs) So tell me, ukulele. So you decided to play the ukulele. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you learn? Did you just work it out yourself? Yeah, I just kind of fucked around. Um, I actually... Yeah, this was 2014. 
I decided I was going to do a YouTube project wherein I learned a new song every day during the month of October. And I, of course, called it New Song Every Day October. <laughs> That's because I'm original. And it, I just got a couple. I had like a Hal Leonard ukulele book, one, book two, and then I got just a nice honker of a book just full of ukulele songs. Um, and I just went through all of those. And that was the beginning process. And after that, it was just kind of fucking around on it, as with most things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It works. Plus, at work, half of the time, um, I just kind of make chords on the instruments when I'm tuning them just to see that they're yeah. in tune because that's easier for me than just like holding a tuner up to them and just going, eh, 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 eh. Um, yeah, that's boring. It's just unfortunate that the chords you do on a violin or viola never match up with the ukulele. Of course not. Yeah. They may Why have, would they? They may have four strings, but they're not the same four strings. Yeah, and they're not tuned the same way. Mm. Ukulele has fun tuning. It does. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, that mine's slightly having. Well, I think with a high G, mm -hmm. high G in particular is even more fun. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I love getting. I love explaining to people how it's tuned because they're like, "Wait, wait, why?" Like funsies. I don't know. Ask it's just, the Hawaiians. It's, it's tradition. That's how. Yeah. They, that's how they made it, and that's that's kind of what gives tradition. it the the ukulele sound. I think, mm -hmm. which is um, yeah. So I do the low G, and right. I guess that's because I want to pretend I'm playing playing a small guitar. I that's know fair. it is not true, but yeah, uh -huh. I like I like the low G. But mm -hmm. I, I think both you, you can argue for both, and you can't really complain. I mean, the Hawaiians invented it. Who's to tell them they're wrong? Yeah, well, America has a history of that, but <laughs> it's true. Mm. But we, let's not go there. <laughs> I'm going to avoid. I'm going to go. I'm going to avoid going further in that direction. Yes, <laughs> we we understand. Yes, we do. Um, okay, so what sort of music do you like playing? Uh, anything I can actually figure out. Uh, it is my ultimate goal to figure out how to arrange every possible Vienna Tang song to be workable on ukulele. I don't know how realistic a goal that is, because some of them have electronic stuff going on in them, but I would like to at least be able to do the ones that I really, really enjoy, and I've I figured out two of them, so that's a thing. That's a, Look, if you can do two, why mm -hmm. can't you do the rest? Well, yeah, because uh, those two are both like piano things, and one of them has a really uh, significant cello line that I enjoy, so yep. I figured, well, I can do it on cello. You can do it on ukulele, right? Of course right? you can. They're stringed yeah. instruments. Exactly. Yeah. Technically, piano's percussion instrument. That's true. It mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Harpsichord, though, that's string. Huh. Because it's plucked. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see what you mean. Yes. Interesting. Um, yeah, I do have a theory that you can play anything on a ukulele. That does not mean that you should. This is true. But I believe that you can. Mm -hmm. um, but, so, um, and so... You don't play any original music. You're like me. You haven't I, worked out the songwriting thing I, yet. I wrote one thing so far, and that was half in my car, and I just figured out the chords when I got home. Um, well, that, that's a that's a song. Yeah, and it's a that. it's a it's a theme song for my drummed podcast. So Fantastic. I wrote that. Yeah, it's very short, and well, I wrote the beginning theme, and then I changed the words and made it the end theme, and I'm like done. <laughs> Excellent. And then I had to rewrite it because we went bi-weekly, so having next week in the song was a little disingenuous. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well done. 
So Thank from you. there, you can now move on to Yes, and I love anything. it when people tell me it sounds, it's so catchy, and I'm like, yes, that's that's exactly what I want to hear. I want to yes. hear that I'm an earworm. <laughs> it needs to be catchy. So do you play with other people? Generally, no, unless I'm on boat. Okay. So you um, haven't found a little gang of ukulele fiends where you live? No, not really. It's a problem with living in suburbia. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of spread out, and most of my friends live in other burbs, and honestly, they're not that musical. Right. So pretty much it's just me in my room figuring shit out. I love being on boat because there's a ton of people with ukulele who are all willing to show you how to play a thing mm. or listen to you play a thing. Yeah. Like there's this kid, Lorenzo, who's just wandering around with his guitar and he's like, anyone want to jam? He's a jamaholic. <laughs> he's like 16. And I'm just like, you are a sweet little baby. Never. Was, was he the one who played at karaoke the other night? At the beginning? Um, I got to karaoke late. Oh, okay. I think he was, because he actually, he started yeah, I singing, saw the, I, I and, think then, I he, and then he grabbed the him. guitar towards the end, and he started playing the guitar at yeah, the I remember. Time. I remember seeing him with his guitar. Yeah. I didn't meet him until last night. He sang well. Mm-hmm. Mm, it was good. Yeah, was I didn't good. really hear him sing last night either, yeah. so. Yeah, so it would be good if you could find, well, once a year, it's probably not enough to play with other people. No, it's probably not enough, uh, but, you know, the internet is a magical place Yes, that is also every place, and you, you, that's always a possibility. Like, I've done virtual choir stuff before, Yeah. so virtual ukulele stuff, not that out of the, not yeah. that out of the, wait, out of the, mm, I don't know how I was going to finish that phrase. <laughs> out of the question, that's it. That's okay, got it. <laughs> Took me a second there. So, my big question is, how has ukulele changed your life? Well, I've made a hell of a lot more friends doing this because prior to starting to do ukulele and I hadn't brought a ukulele on board until last year. Well, granted, I've only been going on this three years, but like the first year I didn't bring a ukulele because I didn't know ukulele melee was a thing. Uh, And last year I brought my ukulele because I knew it was a thing and they gave everyone shitty blue ukuleles, (laughs) which we all call blue ukuleles. Well, Uh, why wouldn't you? Completely plastic, completely crappy and so much fun. (laughs) Once you got them tuned. And once the strings settled, then you tuned them again. And again. As is the name. Well, pretty much two was about what was needed for these guys. Yep. Like, there might be some minor adjustments, but it's not going to be anything like a like a gut string. So, that's fortunate. It because is. there were so many beginners. Yes. We literally had, like, 150 people in the melee last year. And Molly was overwhelmed. Just a little bit. She 150 had to, is a lot. Yeah, she yeah. had to... Uh, bring well she didn't have to but um she had wisely brought deputy badges mm-hmm. so i have a ukulele deputy badge from last year and that's for the people who kind of know what they're doing or really know what they're doing who can help other people if they need it so we did that and then this year she's like i can't top myself so i'm not gonna try and just did not do a ma- did not organize the melee which is a real shame because I would have loved it. I, I know she might be stopping by uh, the practices that we're doing. Okay, oh good, um, just for funsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're not like doing a performance or anything because also last year the point was that we were going to be on boat. Our last day on boat uh, was Paul Saborin's birthday, and so Molly wanted to surprise him with his least favorite song in the world, of course, "Hungry Like the Wolf," which is an awesome song. Uh huh, and it has four chords. Yep, they are very easy. And she she printed out these chord sheets, and there were sticker versions that you could just stick on the ukulele. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so we we uh, mobbed him. 
<laughs> we literally lined up in the Explorers Cafe, Explorations Cafe, Explorers Lounge, Explorations Cafe, could constantly get them confused, um, like up in 10-4, we lined up up there, and then went to do two lines, and then came down the elevator in batches. <laughs> to uh, No, we came down the stairs in batches. Um, we went up the elevator in batches, because uh, we congregated in the Queen's Lounge first, and then went up, because uh, we were trying to avoid Paul. Did not quite work, but he, he was none the wiser. Anyway, and we come down, and we just file out around the pool, and then just start playing, and he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> he loved it, but he was yep. also like, this was what you were doing. Because he walked into practice a couple of times, and Molly just had to cover and just changed the song we were doing in the middle of the... We had lookouts. Yep. It was it was a real, like, stealth operation, as much as you can have a stealth operation with 150 people. I was going to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it was hilarious. Oh, I, I wish I could have been here. It would have uh-huh. been awesome. I'm sure someone posted something on YouTube about yes. it. Yes. I, I should look again when I get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we're going to play a song now. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing as we are on Joko Cruise... Um, we're going to play one of his songs, and yeah. you have chosen Code Monkey. Yay! Because they sing that in the musical. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. Yay! Okay, let's Woo. do it. Just 
say someday, somehow. Code monkey like Fritos. Code monkey like Tab and Manadu. Code monkey, very simple man. Big, warm, fuzzy, secret heart. Code monkey like you. Code monkey like you. <laughs> Excellent. Yay. Hey. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful to talk to you. And keep playing. Absolutely. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper, and I also wrote and performed the theme tune. Graphic design is by Seb Carraro. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Tumblr. Kendra and I played Code Monkey by Jonathan Colton. If you liked it, go listen to the original. Joko's version is even better. Go to our YouTube channel for this episode's playlist, which includes Code Monkey, songs by Molly Lewis and Paul and Storm, and a clip of the ukulele Malay. Want to support the show? Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a review on iTunes. You can donate to the show on our website, ukuleleisthenewblack.com, where you can also buy merch. This helps keep the show running, including making sure all the music we cover is legal. And follow the show on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. See you next time. I think that was good enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> okay. That was like a 90%. Yeah. And we'll yeah, yeah, round yeah. it up. And I think... 90% is an A in Correct. most grading systems. It's a... Because <laughs> it's a new black... <laughs>